Welcome to the SMC 2021 podcast. What if God wanted to do something new in your life? This is your fresh start. What is happening, everybody? My name is Cameron Moore. I am the campus director at Oklahoma State University. Here is my family pictured right here. That's uh, me, my wife, Catherine, Cohen, and Callaway. Cohen is our oldest. He's four. Callaway, our youngest at two. And we're actually expecting another baby coming in July. So we will have three kids here pretty soon. Excited for that. Uh, here's another picture of just my youngest Callaway, little model baby right there. Uh, he is pretty hard to understand. If you were to talk to him, you probably wouldn't understand what he is saying. I know that when I hear him, sometimes I can figure out what he's saying. Uh, but then when my wife hears him, she usually knows. And then always our oldest Cohen knows exactly what he is saying. Uh, it's funny, I can be in the car with him and he'll be pointing at something and saying something and I'll look out and I'll be like, oh, the windmill? And he'll be like, no. And then he'll say something and point and I'm like, oh, Walmart? No. Like, and he'll point and I'm like, the bird? He's like just getting frustrated. No, no. And so then I'll just be like, oh yeah, yeah, that looks cool. And he'll like smile and be like, yes. And I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, what's funny is that this can sometimes happen with the Bible. We can come to a passage of scripture and have no idea what it is talking about. And then somebody else could come and read it and know exactly what it's talking about. It can be confusing. Uh, just like it's hard for people to understand Callaway and some can, the same can be true for reading scripture. Why is it that some people know what the Bible is saying and some people have absolutely no idea? And this is frustrating because the Bible is so important. The Bible is God's chosen way to communicate with us. If we have a relationship with God, that is how we know him. That is how we can know who he is, what he's done, what he will do. This is a way that we can know how to interact with others, how we can interact in our relationship with God. The Bible is so foundational to our faith, to our relationship with God, we have to be able to understand it. We have to know what it's saying in order to continue on this relationship. The Bible can be super confusing. Whether you've tried the old pick it up, open it and point to whatever verse and just think, ah, God wants me to read this. You know, classic. I've done that so many times. Okay. Oh, all right, God. Thank you. Okay. This, this is what I need. And then I read it and I'm like, no, that has nothing to do with me. That's talking about some, some prostitute or something. I don't even get what it's saying. Or if you've tried to uh, read it, uh, starting in the book of John. Who here has, has been told to start in the book of John? Yeah, I have as well. I even tell people to start in the book of John. Hey, this is a great place to start in the Bible. Start with the book of John. Well, here are the first five verses of the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
what is that talking about? What what does that mean? If you have no context for for what that is, you just are like, okay, I'm going to start reading my Bible. I read in the book of John like this Stumo staff person told me to. And you read that, you're like, this this is not helping me in any way. This has no relevance to my life at all. And yet I'm still telling people to start there. It can be confusing. But we're not... Uh, we're not the only ones. There's a lot of people that find it hard to read the Bible. What's interesting is that uh, Peter, he was one of the 12 disciples. You know, the 12 disciples were with Jesus for three years, listened to his teaching, uh, were empowered and said like, hey, now you go on and take this to the whole world. Peter, the guy that should know just everything, you know, he lived with Jesus, he ate with Jesus, he sat under his teaching, he was sent out by Jesus. He should know everything. Well, what's interesting is that he wrote a part of the Bible, 1st and 2nd Peter, and this is what it says in 2nd Peter 3.16. Uh, he's talking about another apostle, the apostle Paul, who also wrote a lot of the Bible. And Peter says this about Paul and what he wrote for the Bible. He says his Paul's, so Paul's letters contain some things that are hard to understand. Peter the guy that was with Jesus for three years, who sat under his teaching, who knew Jesus so well, who is writing part of the Bible right here. He says, yeah, um, this part of the Bible, what Paul's writing, it's it's pretty confusing. Isn't that crazy to think about? Wow. So it's not like it's, it's our generation. Oh, you guys watch too much TikTok. That's why you can't understand what this Bible is saying. No, it's, it's been hard to understand uh, for thousands of years. But God commands us to read his word. And since he commands it, he also provides us with the ability to understand it. 1 Corinthians 2.12 says, What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. God has given us his spirit so that we can have understanding. He empowers us. He enlightens us. This should be encouraging, something that gives us hope as we are reading through passages of Scripture. Now, I wanted this breakout to be super simple. I wanted people to be able to know exactly what to do leaving, so I made it very simple, very easy to use. So this is for people who are just starting out reading their Bible, or maybe somebody who has begun reading their Bible, but they are walking away with more questions than answers. So this is going to be very, very rudimentary. And in 1 Peter 2.2, it says this, Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Peter is talking about, hey, as as Young people in the faith, if you've just recently come to Christ or you haven't grown a whole lot in your relationship, what you need to be craving is spiritual milk. Being around babies a lot, I know that babies initially can only digest milk. They need milk from, uh, from their mother, and they, I'm not feeding a newborn like a steak. 
If I gave him steak, he would choke. He, or if he was able to swallow it, he wouldn't be able to digest it. It would be, um, it would just be terrible for him. That's not what he needs. What he needs is milk. And the same is true for us. If we really haven't dabbled a whole lot in the Bible, we need to be starting out with just this pure spiritual milk, something that would be great uh, tools and resources for us who, who maybe haven't had a whole lot of experience with the Bible. Okay, so before we get uh, into kind of the method and the resources, I wanted to start with this. Translation matters. So the Bible has been translated from uh, Greek and Hebrew into English, thankfully. We don't have to start there. But it's been translated for us, and there's different translations. There's translations that are more uh, word for word and really honing in on exactly what it's saying. And there's then there's more of a thought for thought translation. So I've always uh, read the ESV, and that's what I study from, uh, and that is more word for word, and it's definitely a, it's it's a lot more difficult to to just sit down and read the ESV. I know this because this last year I read through, I did a one-year Bible reading plan, and I chose to do the NLT, the New Living Translation. And that is a lot more thought for thought. It's very much so a more readable translation. And reading through it, wow, it really was different. It was something that was a lot easier to read and a lot easier to understand as well. That is something that I would really encourage is to pick a readable translation like the NLT. I think they did a really good job uh, translating it. I've been recommended that by other people. So it is something that uh, I would stand behind myself. The NLT is somewhere that would be really good to start out. So maybe it's uh, buying an NLT Bible or if you have the Bible app, which we will talk about here in a little bit, uh, go ahead and change it to the NLT uh, especially if you're just starting out. Again, this is this is spiritual milk. Um, the NLT is something that I like to read, uh, but when I study the Bible and go really in depth, I still use the ESV. I think that's a, a better translation for studying the passages. Uh, so start out with translation. That, that would be a huge help right there. Okay, so looking at the method, how are we going to understand the Bible? So now, now we're reading it with a readable translation, what's the first thing that we should do? What we need to do is pray. That should be the first thing. And I know what a lot of people are thinking because I think this all the time. Yeah, okay, pray. Um, yeah, got it. Okay, what, what's the real, what's the secret sauce here? No, it really is we need to start with prayer. Colossians 1.9 says, We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. We have to start with prayer. I know such a Sunday school answer, but it really is true. God gives, a, gives the understanding. Before we open the Bible, pray a simple, heartfelt prayer. Lord, please bring me understanding. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for revealing yourself to me. God, I just pray that you would communicate to me through your word and that you would give me wisdom. Amen. This brings us humbly before God and just prepares us for our time with him. He's going to be the one that brings us understanding. So we need to be asking for that. The spirit, if you are a follower of Christ, the spirit lives in you. And that is who is teaching you what you are reading. 
So we need to pray for understanding. So when it comes to the Bible, it can be a little tricky because it's not like most books. The Bible is compiled of 66 different books with multiple different authors spanning 1,500 years. There are books written to individuals, to groups, to, to churches. There are historical books looking at the past. There are prophetic books looking at the future. There's poetical books, wisdom books, epistles. It can be confusing where to start. The place I would recommend is the book of John. I know. I just, I just bashed how confusing that could be to start there with those first five verses, but it really is something that I think uh, is a good place to start. It's one of the four Gospels. There's four Gospels that are talking about Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. The Gospel of John is a, is a, is a good read because you don't need a whole lot of context um, of anything else from the Bible. Uh, it would be good to have, absolutely, but it's a great place to start and to really learn who Jesus is. So I would suggest to start with reading the book of John. And this goes just in general, thinking through uh, the Bible, it is separated into these different books. It is a great place if you're really just reading for understanding to start at the beginning of one of these books and then finish it all the way through, not jump around and be just reading different verses or anything like that, which, which is good. But if you really want to have a, uh, a clear understanding, reading a full book of the Bible, like the book of John from start to beginning, uh, will, will bring you the most understanding. Like I just said, the Bible was written by different authors to different people for different purposes. Thinking through what I need to know in order to help me understand what I am reading can be intimidating. What's important? What isn't? Like I, like I said, like what's the reason for this? Who's he talking to? It's like, what, what do I need to know in order to understand? It can be super confusing. One of the best things that has helped me in order to understand context and like the overall uh, push of the book is a ministry called The Bible Project. The Bible Project makes these YouTube videos that are typically like 10 minutes or less, and it really unpacks all of this context that would be helpful for you when you're reading the Bible. They, they uh, talk about the author, they talk about who it's for. Then they, then they go through and hit main points of the book and certain things and what the author is trying to communicate. It's all done and it's illustrated, so it's, it's drawn out and it's, it is so helpful. Every time I watch one of those before I read, gives me so much more understanding. Again, it's, a, it's an overview of the entire book. So what I do, and what I would suggest, is that to read the book of John, to go type into YouTube, Bible Project John, and that will bring up the video. Watch that video, and then begin to read. So you don't have to watch it every day. It's literally just watch it at the beginning, and then uh, however long it takes you to finish the book of John, that should be great. And then you can move on to another book and watch another video. This is something that has helped me tremendously. I know exactly what it's really talking about. It leaves out, you know, it can't cover everything. So it's not like it's going to unpack uh, in depth certain passages. But I now know what the general idea is for this book. And that helps me out tremendously when I'm reading it. So number one, we need to pray for understanding. Number two, let's get the context and the overview. Watching a Bible project video 
is so helpful. Number three is to do it with someone. Do it with someone. This has been something that's, again, been beneficial for me, is to, is to go through it with somebody. What's amazing is that it used to be like, oh, okay, like I would meet up with somebody, we would go over this chapter together and kind of talk about it. That's great, I super encourage that. But also, how sustainable is that, that every single morning you're getting up with the same person? Maybe not, it might not be possible, it might be, that's great. But a way that we can get around that is to be able to use the YouVersion Bible app. The YouVersion Bible app, maybe a lot of you have it, maybe not, you should download it, super helpful. Um, again, if you're looking to change up the translation uh, to something like the NLT, it has the NLT as an option. The Bible app is great because you can do Bible reading plans with someone else. You just need to friend them on the Bible app. And then when you start a plan, you can click on it and say, uh, I want to do it in a group and then invite certain people. So you should be doing this with at least one other person. Uh, the more the merrier, and even if it's somebody that has been walking with God longer than you, uh, incredible. What an, what an awesome opportunity right there. I went on the Bible app, and I actually found a Bible reading plan called uh, The Bible Project, The Writings of John. And what this is, is it's one day, is one chapter of the book of John, and the Bible Project does it, so it actually has the Bible Project video on the book of John right there for day one. So you'd sign up, you would get all of your friends in a group to do it, and then day one, you would be able to watch the video right there in the Bible app. You don't have to search for anything since it's right there in the plan. And then it's just one chapter a day for the next 25 days. It goes through the book of John and then 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John. So it's just 25 chapters in 25 days. Um, incredible. I was just looking at it. It's it's great. And, and what's awesome with the Bible app <clears throat> is that when you finish the reading for that day, it has um, the ability, you can type your notes, you can type uh, some thoughts into this message board, and then the people that are reading it with you will be able to see your notes. You'd be able to read other people's notes. So it would be like you're discussing or uh, sharing a highlight or what you're wanting to apply from the Bible, and it would all be done to where you can see it, and now you're really reading with other people instead of just yourself. Now you can gain insights from others as well from just you reading it uh, on your own. So I would be doing it with somebody, and I'd be using the Bible app to do it. So number one, we need to pray. Number two, we need to have context and overview. And then number three, do it with someone. And again, the YouVersion Bible app, if you go on there and go to plans, type in Bible Project Writings of John. Here's a screenshot right here. Join that plan. Get some friends to do that with you. And then lastly, we have Apply It. I've been training for an Ironman for um, a little while now. Just finished up a marathon about a month ago, and I started swimming about three months ago. I wanted to get good at swimming because I've heard that that's the hardest part of the Ironman, and I don't want to like drown. It's uh, an Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and then a marathon to end it. I'm signed up for a half Ironman in May, and then me and then two other guys on staff at OSU are doing it together. 
I started swimming about two months ago and day one, I swam 80 yards and was completely done. I was exhausted. It took me forever. If I was to take the time that it took me to swim 80 yards and, and do that for 2.4 miles, which I couldn't do because I had to stop at 80 yards. But if I was able to take that pace and do it for 2.4 miles, it would take me over three and a half hours to finish the race. That'd be terrible. Number one, because the cutoff for the Ironman is two hours and 20 minutes. If I don't finish the swim within two hours and 20 minutes, then I am disqualified. I cannot go onto the bike and then I cannot go uh, onto the run and then finish. So I was like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing something just completely wrong because I have a lot of endurance, but I'm like, I, I just don't know how to swim. So I get on YouTube and I start watching all these videos on form um, and how to, be, how to be doing that correctly. I start watching these videos and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I need to be, this, my stroke needs to look like this. Oh, my arm needs to come into the water like this. Oh, I need to be looking straight down because that keeps me most flat and on top of the water. Okay, so I'm like learning more and more of what to do, but I'm only watching videos. I'm only really getting a head knowledge of what it is. It wasn't until I got a membership at the local Y and started swimming and then putting that into practice, wow, all of a sudden my understanding just went through the roof. I got in there, I started doing exactly what they were telling me to. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, so when I, when I do this stroke like this, it's pushing more of the water with my forearm and not just my hand. That's giving me a better stroke. Oh, okay, yes, I am sitting on top of the water, but my feet are still dragging. Oh, I need to be kicking hard. I'm understanding, I'm understanding it more and more because I'm applying it. I'm putting it into, um, into practice. The same is true for the Bible. If we're just reading and not applying it, that, that it brings us no benefit. The Bible is not for information, it's for transformation. Could you imagine if I you know, knew exactly in my head how to do a perfect uh, stroke in the water and do it all perfectly and I came into a uh, swim practice and I started swimming and I look horrible. I'm not able to do what I know I should be doing because I haven't practiced it. And then I go over and start critiquing this swim team. Could you imagine what they would think? It's like, dude, what are you talking about? You don't swim. You are a horrible swimmer. I, I can't trust what you are saying. Man, and a lot of times that's, that's true as well when it comes to our walk with God. So we need to be applying it. So there's two questions that we can ask ourselves each time we read the Bible. What does God want me to desire? And what does God want me to do? What does God want me to desire? And what does God want me to do? Two very simple questions, but ones that have answered with some thought behind it could be very impactful. It's one thing to know the Bible and what it says. And it's saying, do not be jealous. And then it's actually different if we're taking the steps to not be jealous. Okay, I know the Bible says not to be jealous, but here, okay, let me work on that. Oh, I'll, oh, this is hard. Oh, okay, this is, oh, this is beneficial for me. Again, the Bible is not for information, it's for transformation. So when you answer those two questions of what does God want me to desire and what does God want me to do, 
Those can be just very easy questions to answer. It's like, oh, okay, the, the Bible says not to desire the things of the world, but to desire um, the things that are above. Oh, the, the Bible does not want me to desire um, money, but it wants me to desire godliness. Oh, the Bible wants me to, uh, God wants me to read my Bible every day. Or, oh, God wants me to be in prayer continually. Uh, those are things that we can do. Oh, it says that we need to be sharing the gospel in season and out of season. It can be very easy to spot, okay, what is the, what is the Bible saying that I need to desire? What is the Bible saying I need to do? So post your application on the Bible app. Let the people you are reading with see what your takeaway is. Uh, and again, you'll also be able to see what they are applying as well. So again, we need to start out with prayer. We need to have context and overview watching one of those videos. We need to be doing it together with somebody else. And then we need to be applying it. So at the end of your Bible reading for that day, just one chapter in the book of John, write down... Huh, this, is, this was something that was interesting to me. This is something that stood out to me. And then write an application with it as well. So you could write as little as two or three sentences, or it could be longer. But just having that little bit of reflection really makes you process the information and then also helps you to do it. And again, this is all done in this Bible app so that other people that you've chosen to do it with can see it. And now you can keep each other accountable. You can ask, hey, how's it going? How's, how's, going, how's it going over uh, sharing the gospel? I saw that you wanted to, to, to learn how to share the gospel. Have you figured out how to do that? Have you asked anybody to help you uh, do that? Now all of a sudden, man, even your conversations change just because you guys are reading through something together and keeping each other accountable. These are really simple steps. Pray context and overview, do it with someone and apply it. I would say if that you, if you were to take these few steps and really apply it, leave here and get a group of friends, get the Bible app, find the Bible project, writings of John, join that together, watch that video, and then read a chapter a day for the next 25 days, post in the app, what you're learning and how you're applying it, this would be huge for your walk with God. This is something that you really would have more of an understanding on. It's amazing how God can reveal to us truth when we just ask for it and then also when we put in effort for it as well. So let's say that you were to do that. You were to leave, join this app, and then, and then what? What's the next plan after that? Well, I would just suggest pick another book of the Bible. The Bible Project has a reading plan that does a chapter a day with, with the video at the beginning over every single book in the Bible. Maybe it could be the book of Acts, or maybe it could be something in the Old Testament, or another gospel, or one of Paul's writings. Whatever it is, just continue on kind of with this method and just see how God will give you understanding. See how God will really change you and make you look more like Christ. This is something that I have found to be uh, very helpful. And I know that for a lot of us in here, if reading the Bible is very foreign to us or um, it's accepted, but we've just never really done it or it's been hard, this can be something that can really set us on a path for understanding and for great Bible intake 
moving forward. Uh, I just want to give one resource. Uh, this book right here that I'm holding, 30 Days to Understanding the Bible. It's 30 days and it's 15 minutes a day. It goes through all these different major moments in the Bible, has you write down a lot of stuff, memorize different things. Incredible. This is something that's helped me so much to see that, wow, there really is an overarching story from Genesis to Revelation. And this really paints a picture for what that looks like. If you were to leave here, do exactly what we just talked about with reading through the book of John, and then also getting this book and working through it alongside of it, Again, the Bible reading plan is 25 days. This is 30 days. If you did this together consecutively, wow, you will have an understanding that you honestly probably didn't think was possible.